In the name of God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Please be comfortable. Good morning. I heard Sean Payton say something. I didn't really hear him. I heard a video likeness of him say, it's a good time to be an LSU football fan. It's true. It is, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. But it wasn't always like that. No, it was not. It was not that long ago that wise men from the West, like around Baton Rouge, We're looking to replace Les Miles, LSU's football coach. And those wise men from the West were looking in all the wrong places. Those wise men from the West, you see, looking to replace Les Miles, did what we often do when we are looking for someone to save us or our football program. They were looking for a star, a celebrity, a rock star coach who would come in and, and save the football program. Remember, there was even hope. Maybe Nick Saban would condescend to come and receive millions of dollars from us. They were looking in all the wrong places, these wise men from the West and Baton Rouge. They, they, were, they were looking for the powerhouses of football. The coaching dynasties descended from these branches of football power to come in and save us. But they were looking in all the wrong places because there, the humble, homegrown Ed Orgeron, already in place, right there, ready to serve, ready to save, to lead us to the promised land. Okay, now that, that's, a, that's, a, that's a little over-dramatized. <laughs> but you get where I'm saying. When we're looking for a Savior, oftentimes we look in the wrong places. And that's what the wise men from the East do. All right, no, I'm just going to stop here because and this is nothing about the Christmas pageant, okay? We are so grateful that you did the Christmas pageant, Liz. But because we've heard this Christmas pageant story all of our lives, which basically is like making a ninja bullet smoothie. You know, we take the birth story from Luke's gospel, and we take the birth story from Matthew's gospel, and we press mix, pulverize, and we blend it up together, that we forget that those are two different stories of Jesus' birth. Today we hear Matthew's story of Jesus' birth, and, and it's really short on the tail. In those days when Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea. That's it. Wise men from the east. Now, we're so used to hearing and imagining them kind of coming in right after the shepherds, right? Because that's what we see. Um, but that's not the case. We're so used to them being three kings... But where in the scripture does it say that? It doesn't say three. And it doesn't say kings. It just says wise men from the east. Now, it, it certainly doesn't give their names, although we, there's a long tradition of having named the kings. 
But these wise men from the east, we don't know how many there were. It makes sense that there were three, right? Because they bring how many gifts? You hope against hope that the fourth or the fifth didn't kind of look awkwardly like, I didn't bring anything. Did you bring anything? <laughs> Who said we were supposed to bring something? Can I write my name on that card? <laughs> no, the card with the gold. Yeah, AJ. <laughs> we don't know how many there were. We know that they weren't kings. They were magi from the, where we get the word magic or magician. They were astrologers. And I'm not sure how wise they were. Wise in their own way, yes, in their particular field of study. But worldly wise, not so much. They go to King Herod, the reigning king, the person in power who likes to be powerful, and says, hey, can you tell us where the new king is? That's not very wise. But they are doing what we always do when we're looking for a savior, someone to save us. They look for a star. They think it's going to come from above. And they go to positions of power and privilege and prestige, and they think that's where it's going to come from. We do that sometimes as individuals. Sometimes as congregations, sometimes um, as a country, sometimes as corporations and institutions. We want someone from above, a celebrity, a star, someone powerful who will come and save us. That's what they were doing. So what can we learn from what they did? Because I think if we're all honest, we're all on a lifetime search for salvation. We all are seeking to encounter the Word made flesh. We all know that in this encounter with Jesus, we too will be transformed. The world will be transformed. The world will look a lot more like, like God intended in creation. And so, like those wise men, we too are searching. So what, what can we learn from them? I think the first thing is that is that we don't need to look up. And what I mean by that is, yes, of course, God is transcendent. But God is also imminent. What we know in this mystery of the incarnation is that this eternal truth that heaven and earth overlap has been made manifest for us in the incarnation, in the person of Jesus. And that spirit and matter, the spiritual world and the material world, do come together. We don't have to look far and away. The Word is very near us. The second thing that we can learn from the wise men is that we're probably going to find it in unexpected places, not in the throne room. We're going to find it in humility, gentleness, mercy, and kind. And we've seen that when we really stop, don't we? That's when we see the goodness and love of God acting, right? 
small acts done with great faith and kindness. That's what changes the world. That's what changes our lives. The third thing we can learn from the wise men is that even our mistakes along the way are used by God to direct us. And what I mean by that, if you think about it, think about um, what those wise men from the east did. They followed the star. They were looking up. But the star continued to lead them, didn't it? God continues to use even our mistakes. They went to Herod. They went to the religious leaders, the scribes, and the chief priests. But even that was helpful, wasn't it? They're the ones who said, you ought to check in Bethlehem. So that was helpful. The mistake, what I'm saying is that the mistakes of our lives, rather than feeling remorse or, or, or crippled with regret or shame, trust that God uses everything. God wastes nothing. And that even the mistakes on our spiritual search, God can use so that we can learn, redirect it. If you, I'll give you the best example I can think of of this is that guy right there. Augustine, our patron saint. A world-class searcher. And boy, did he make some bad detours along the way. Beginning with hedonism, and then any number of the mythical, mystical religions of his day, and then eventually... Finding the gospel. In all of those um, misdirected attempts, remember he's, he's the one that gives us that wonderful line, our hearts are restless until they find their rest in God. But all of those different systems that he studied all sharpened his mind, his intellect, his ability to communicate and process and analyze no wonder he was able to write as much as he wrote. No wonder he's considered a doctor of the church. Even those mistakes God used so that he could teach us. God used all of that. Just like those wise men from the East. Just like Augustine. Don't, the mistakes, the wrong paths we've traveled down, it's okay. Keep going. Keep going, just like those wise men did, just like Augustine did. And if you have a mom to pray for you like Monica did, all the better. Here's the last thing. This is important. Really important. This is really, as we move from Christmas to the Epiphany, to the season after Epiphany, here's the message that this salvation offered in the mystery of the Incarnation, in the Word made flesh, in this coming together in Jesus of heaven to earth and earth to heaven, is that it's not restricted to a few people or an exclusive club. Those wise men came from a very different world. They went back different, changed. This good news that we celebrate, that we seek, we also share. Because the last lesson we learned from the wise men is that this is for all of God's people. All of God's people. 
all. Wise men still seek him. You seen that billboard? No shirts. Wise men still seek him. We don't always get it right. And by men, I mean people. Okay. Wise people still seek him. Um, and sometimes it's a wandering path. And sometimes we look in the wrong places. Sometimes we think we'll never find him. I hope, I pray, that we will all keep searching. It is God's good pleasure to reveal the wonders of God's kingdom and then for us to share it with all the world. So, Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. And we need another term for epiphany. Spread the epiphany, this good news.